When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom. The podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Thursday morning, hoping all is well with you. Today, I'm thinking about space. I love space, and I've loved learning about it ever since I was a kid. And I just had the thought, Kratom, will Kratom ever be something that people can use or take in space? Now, I don't know what the answer to that is, but let me give some context because the the, the question doesn't even make sense necessarily. So here, here we go. So recently the, the lander that we just sent over, well, we, as in the company working with NASA sent a lander over to the moon. It's the first time we've had anything touched down there in forever. And it's of course a big scientific achievement, even though when it landed, it kind of fell over. (laughs) Uh, You know, I can't throw a ball that far, so I'm still going to give them credit. Now, That's amazing. Now, of course, we're a long ways off until the time when we, you know, take a trip into space to visit our grandmother for the afternoon and come back home for dinner in the evening. But eventually, we're probably going to get there. If we don't destroy ourselves first, we're going to get there. I'm pretty certain. So it's pretty wild to think about it. But uh, at the same time, it's just the next frontier. Now, with that comes interesting challenges. A set of challenges, a number of challenges, infinite challenges. Now, not the least of which is going to be laws. International laws are already tricky when you're in international waters and all that stuff. Think about space. Like, we we really don't have a good idea of how to do that because it's not anybody's to begin with. It's not even the Earth. Once you get out into space, it's not even the Earth. So, like, countries claiming territories, that's going to be, that's going to be something else. You're no longer like in airspace above another country. It's space, space. No one owns space. Um, what does that mean when it, when it comes to laws? And specifically, I think about laws all the time with, with this sort of thing because it's like they're going to have to make build the ship as they fly it, basically. But then, like, what about drug laws? And what about, like, supplement laws and regulations around what you can have, like what you can have on you? And, well, the first thought that I have is that no one's going to be taking substances or drugs in space, at least not anytime soon, because you have to be in such good condition as an astronaut. And also, there are regulations on that, so it's not going to be happening for a while. Um, 
you know, it's not going to be happening until we basically have a normalization, I think, this is my opinion, of course, of people going into space to the point where anybody can go into space, even someone who is not an astronaut. And of course, we've seen like Jeff Bezos blasting off his rocket and bringing a few people up into weightlessness for like a few minutes at a time here and there. But that's not really... It's not really the time that I would try and toss and wash Kratom. <laughs> let's just say that. So, let's see. As of right now, like, for instance, NASA doesn't let anyone um, with cardiovascular disease or history of heart disease, hypertension, uncontrolled, musculoskeletal issues, um, anything that impairs your mobility in a spacesuit. Um, gastrointestinal things. I mean, like, you, it's very, very limited, like, the number of problems a person can have before they can't, you know, go up into space anymore. <laughs> and so prescriptions kind of go hand in hand with that. So, like, right now we don't have anyone going into space that's taking a prescription for a cardiovascular disease. Like, no one's doing that. So that's kind of, like, one of the things that I'm thinking through as, as I think about, like, well, what do people use Kratom for? And what sorts of issues might they have or ailments or needs that need to be addressed that they're taking Kratom for that limit them from going to space at the moment versus in 20 years from now versus in 50 years from now and versus 100 years from now like in 100 years will we be able to go up into space as our like you know on our deathbed wish list we, they just shoot our bed into space and we can go visit real quick um, I don't know but regardless I think that like I'm just wondering when will the first person go into space and take crate? Like, who's going to take Kratom in space first? <laughs> I, I would love to have that title, but I don't think I'm going to I'm going to make it uh, make the cut. That is. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I, I'm just like thinking about all the all the different issues that will go into like figuring that sort of stuff out as you start getting a more a wider range of different types of people going into space you're going to start seeing different needs. People bringing up things that are more than just like the picture of their family at home, wishing them good luck as they go on this mission with three other people. It's like, okay, they're going to want to bring their like, uh, you know, their, their things that, that are going to help them up there. Like when, it, like if you have anxiety or if you have pain issues, like when are you going to be the one going to space? And if you take Kratom to help you with issues that are kind of like those, of course, I'm not saying that Kratom helps those issues or heals them. So, you know, I'm covered. Look at my disclaimer. No medical information here. I'm not a doctor. But when will it be that someone's taking Kratom for things like that and they're able to go into space and have their Kratom and that's not a disqualifier? And the whole reason why I'm asking all this is because I'm just wondering, you know, it all came out of this thought. What would it be like to take Kratom in space? Would the effects be totally different? Would be the, would they be totally the same? Would there be no effect? Would it be super, super effective? Would it become dangerous? Would it become super deadly with just a small amount? Would it become, like, obsolete? It would be, it, like, minuscule effects at the point where there's no point in taking it, even if you took a bunch. Now, of course, the human body isn't like changing so much so that Kratom wouldn't do something normally. I give or take, I think I, I feel like if I took Kratom in space, I'd probably experience something similar, maybe. But there are enough changes going on where that might not necessarily be the entire case. Also, there's like, you know, UV radiation 
Is the kratom in space getting enough radiation to the point where it's changing its alkaloid profile? Is the is the trip going up into space changing its alkaloid profile? So like when you take the kratom, by the time you get past, you know, you get past the upper stratosphere, then you get past this point. Eventually, when you're like out into space, past maybe let's just say like you know, 125,000 miles from Earth or so, does taking kratom turn you into a bunny rabbit? You know, like like what what happens? You know, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see that, and it'd be interesting to see the other thing. I was thinking. <laughs> sorry, I'm just like I love talking about space, so that I'm just gonna bring this one as far as I can. The other thing I was thinking about is like drying processes. <laughs> what if you took like lot like what if you just picked kratom leaves, threw them on a spaceship, brought them up, and then like you know you're in space like an hour later, and you you have you set them up for a drying process like. Well, if they're in the sun, the UV the UV is gonna really mess them up a lot. I'm assuming up there, but if you could like dry them up there um, without having them completely obliterated by radiation right away, what kind of effects would they have? Like, would the would the weightlessness change the alkaloid content? Would it change the effects it can give you? Would it would it make the whole idea of red, white, green types of kratom? You know, everyone already argues over whether or not that's a thing. Would it make all that, you know, obsolete? Would it, would it, like, people just push that aside and be like, oh, this is space. <laughs> this is space kratom. Um, people, people would probably not trust that type of kratom. <laughs> I would not take that. <laughs> Someone told me that. I don't think anyone should, if anyone does that right now. But, um, it's just fun to think about these things for me. So, also, I'm always thinking about space. It's like one of those, one of those, things that I, I can talk about forever. I love the James Webb Space Telescope. I love all the things they're discovering out there. I could probably make a podcast, like a separate show talking about all that sort of stuff if I wanted to, but uh, I'm dedicated to you all and happy to be so dedicated. Um, yeah, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to bring up space now and then, so you'll have to deal with that. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. hope you enjoyed this episode and that fun little thought, and we'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you all then. Take it easy. Bye-bye.